Hello, friends. Welcome back to Discovery Call Podcast. I am your host, Danny Hamlet, and I am so excited for you to meet our guest today. Today, we have a business slash life coach, and her name is Shelly Bass. And one of the things I love about this podcast is that oftentimes I have people come on and my goal is to kind of pull out what is it that they are passionate about. And anyone who has a business and is running their own business, there's something that drives them forward. And it became pretty clear pretty quickly that Shelly is passionate about leadership. And so you're going to hear a lot about that interwoven throughout today's conversation. And I am just excited for you to tune in and really explore what will it look like if we stepped up as leaders and leveled ourselves up as we strive to level up our businesses. All right. So without further ado, let's hear all about Shelly Bays. Welcome to Discovery Call Podcast, where we are all about connecting business owners with their next person to meet their outsourcing needs. Business owners, I know it can be hard to find that right person when you are ready to outsource your business. So come here, listen in a Discovery Call, get to know someone, and find your next person even faster. But service providers, this podcast is for you too. We get to cheer each other on, learn from each other, and honestly, grow our network even more. So everyone tune in because I know you are ready to finally level up your business and this is the place that will help you do so. Well, welcome, Shelly. Can you tell our listeners a little more about you and what is your background? Okay. Uh, Well, I have a long history as an entrepreneur. I come from an entrepreneurial family. My parents started their first business when I was in the second grade. And so I grew up in that environment where my, my dad always said, you can either work for someone else and help them build their dreams, or you can work for yourself and build your own. And so that was just really drummed into me from a very early age. So I actually started my first business when I was 24 years old, and I am now a absolutely very blessed 58 year old. <laughs> so <laughs> I've had a long time in my entrepreneurial journey and I've learned a lot of things. I've made a lot of mistakes. Um, I've also had little stints where I worked for someone else and helped them build their business. And what that really did was just allowed me to see things from other views, different perspectives, learn more from some amazing business people. And uh, then in 2003, I went into the insurance business. And uh, in that business, I built huge teams, um, went very quickly from being a field agent to a training manager, district manager. And one of the things that truly lit my fire beyond helping my clients was helping new associates become successful and launch off into their own teams. Um, I've worked with a lot of businesses over the years and I've had a lot of opportunities and blessings come my way, including being elected twice as a school board member in the community I came from in Kansas. I'm now in Indiana. And so I've had a lot of different types of things that I've done in my past that have allowed me to really be able to dig in 
and understand what entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and small business owners really go through. So that's kind of my sweet spot. I predominantly work with women because I obviously have an affinity for that since I am one and (laughs) really want to empower women to launch businesses and not only use their knowledge and skills, but show them and help them understand that it's really not only okay, but it is a beautiful thing to build a business with feminine energy. I love that feminine energy. Yes. Not trying to like fit into that masculine world, just be who you are. I love that. And there are times when we have to pull that masculine energy out and, uh, you know, use it sparingly. Uh, However, I have found that my businesses have always been more successful when I led with feminine energy, not only myself, but my teams, Mm -hmm. the people that I brought on and then helped to develop. So I just love all the experience that you bring into what you do now. So what is it that you do now? What is your service that you really provide and that you really thrive in right now? Coaching and consulting. Um, I, I am a certified elite life coach. Um, I am a John Maxwell team member. So I've always been really passionate and curious about leadership and how that impacts us and how we can lead ourselves better. It's my belief that you cannot lead others well, unless you can lead yourself well. And so personal and professional development and growth are the number one thing in my book to not only building, but sustaining. You can't grow a business bigger than you, than what your abilities, skills, and capabilities are. So we have to continue to level up to grow in order to grow our businesses. And we cannot lead people that are a higher leadership level than we are, at least for very long. So It's in your best interest to continue to level up your leadership abilities, skills, and capabilities, your capacity, so that you can continue to grow your business, grow your teams, and lead well everywhere that you have that opportunity. So really, um, and you say you work with a lot of women, and I noticed in your your survey that you like to work with a lot of startup businesses, kind of how you get started. And so do you say that really you help them start a really solid foundation that they can build on from there. That is definitely my, my goal. There are so many things that as a new business owner, we don't get taught in school. And I'm going to step out here and say that we don't get taught in college. And some of those things are critically important to our media ability to move forward and successfully launch a business, whether it is a brick and mortar retail or service based store, or a direct sales marketing endeavor, whether it is an insurance, real estate, it really doesn't matter. There's some pretty foundational things that we have to get in place and understand and project so that we have a clear path. One of those things is just understanding why we're doing what we're doing. And that's a big thing that I talk with my clients about is understanding their why. What is your purpose? 
because that should be the central theme in your marketing, because we're going to attract those people that value the same things that we value. Those are our clients that we want. That is really important, I think, with marketing, because you can try to catch everybody. But, you know, why why reach out to everyone when only like 10% is going to really resonate with it, right? So you want to reach out to the people that resonate with what you're doing and your ideal client. Absolutely. And I I say that a lot. You can try to serve everyone and you'll end up serving no one. (laughs) That is awesome. Exactly. That is such a good point. So I'm kind of circling back to this idea of leadership a bit. What is the biggest thing that you feel your clients need to adjust with their ideas behind leadership? Like when you hear leadership, what is something that gets in the way you think of actually being a good leader in your business? I would say that communication, the ability to communicate and connect on different levels with different personality types and styles is a huge thing. Um, I am a certified DISC consultant. Uh, I love DISC because it's simple. And the theory behind DISC is that there are four distinct personality types, but that we are all blends of all four with a dominant style that is our natural bent. And depending upon what that natural style is, you will find it really easy to communicate and connect with some people because they share your style. And then you'll find other people that you really struggle to connect with and communicate with because they are the opposite of your style. So when we can better understand ourselves and others, then we can serve them in ways that help them to understand we're there for them. It's not about us. And really as a leader, it's never about you. It should always be about other people. Who are you serving? And who you're serving, not just your clients, your external public, but also your internal public, which are your team members, your vendors, your mentors, your peer advisory groups, we have to be able to connect with them in ways that we can share ideas in a way that is trust-based with integrity. And that is all part of leadership. Yes. Good communication really helps things things go forward. That is awesome. So I'm thinking of the listener who is maybe kind of in that startup position or just they're at that transition where they know they're going to start leveling up their business and it's going to push their leadership capabilities even farther. And what would be some advice or tips and tricks that maybe they can take away and really think about and put into practice? Well, there are three three things that I think every business owner needs to have. And that is a coach or consultant or slash, I kind of, that's what I consider myself as, because as a coach, I help you find your answers. As a consultant, I give you advice. A mentor, someone who has been there and done that in the business or industry that they're in, and a peer advisory group, a group of other business owners who are about the same size as far as not only how many staff or team members they have, but also annual revenue, 
because you're all in the same boat and you find that that trusted advisory group where you grow together. And because it can be very lonely being a business owner and especially the bigger your business gets, it's, it becomes, you have to be so intentional on making sure that you're staying connected to your people. And so having that coach consultant mentor peer advisory group, the mentor could be a mastermind group, people that you trust to advise you related to taxes, law, um, banking, leases. I mean, there's so many things that come into play. And I've seen too many new business owners really cut the legs out from under themselves because they didn't seek outside help. Um, Specifically when it comes to things like leases and build out and hiring. How do you hire well? And in today's market, it's hard to hire. It's taking longer to find the people that fit your culture, that see what you see and want to grow with you as a business. And I think that is such a good thing to say, because when you're starting off a business, you're thinking systems in place, you know, have everything in order, but you're kind of having us think back of, okay, who are the people you kind of had to have your community around you because you're right. The legs are cut off underneath you. If you don't have that support system, or even just a group of people to say, I've been there and this is what I did. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. exactly, And they help you grow faster. Exactly. So find your people. Now I'm thinking of the people who maybe when it comes down to finding a mentor, obviously we have one right here for them <laughs> and a coach. <laughs> so you don't have to look too far, but um, how would you go about, maybe you just, you feel like you're the only person in your little world who is doing this business. How would you recommend someone going out to find that peer advisory board? What would be the places to look if you feel like I don't know anyone else? Okay, so as far as mentors go, I'm, I will address that one first because I was very fortunate and blessed to have a great mentor when I started my first business. And it was someone who I approached and I said, Would you be willing to be my mentor in business? And the response was, I would be happy to as long as you're willing to commit to taking action on the things that I advise you. So that made me have to sit back in my seat a minute. <laughs> I'm like, Ooh, okay. Ah, oh, so I actually have to do something with the information. <laughs> yeah, it becomes useless if you just listen, right? <laughs> exactly. And it's a waste of everybody's time. And if you find someone, if uh, you know, I looked for influencers in my community they did not have to be in my industry. I looked for the people who have success, not just in business, but I saw that they volunteered in the community. They gave back, that they were well-respected, that they everything they did was out of a base of integrity and that they held their own uh, reputation high, high value that that was something that I wanted to model. So I was looking for 
as a mentor, I've always looked for people who I wanted to emulate, who I wanted my life to look like. The soft skills of leadership are the ones that we can develop. I can have an accountant do my bookkeeping. I can have an attorney review my leases and my partnership agreements and how I set up my business corporately. And I can find good people. And that's what I want to do. I want to find good people to do that. But for that mentor, that person I want to emulate my life around and say, wow, this person has so much respect and influence in the community. They give back so much and their business is exploding. And really, that's why we don't see that. We think that it's all the numbers and it's always about people. Yes, I love it. It's always about people. And I, I've always tried to function under the philosophy of, I'm not going to worry about giving away too much, right? Because you get this like, you know, make them pay for what, for the what and, or the how. And okay, maybe to a certain degree, yes. But um, giving back and focusing on like, we're talking about actual humans here. Mm -hmm. We're loving actual people is explosive for your business. Absolutely. I believe and I've been functioning that too. So awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm just like nodding my head, everything you say. Yep. Yep. Okay. So remind us, we've been talking about how you are a mentor coach and we have a really good vision of how you help these business owners and like you have so much to give and that's awesome. What are you learning right now? So what is something that you are learning about that you feel like you're really growing in right now? One of the things, and this is another reason that I love what I do because it pushes me to learn more. I always have to be growing in order to help others grow. And something that's been coming up a lot lately, and I think it has a lot to do and has everything to do with our current environment and the world that we're living in today. And that is resilience and burnout and wellness, self-care and the shift in understanding how, if we do not take care of ourselves, if we don't learn to recognize when we are going down that slippery slope of burnout, that it impacts not just our business, but everything else around us. Um, I had an opportunity to speak to a group in about four weeks ago, specifically on this topic. Uh, and one of the things that I shared with them is the leader sets the tone for the entire organization, whether you want to believe it or not. And so it's in your best interest to model wellness, model some form of balance, because if you don't model balance for your team, they don't believe that that's actually possible for them. You can tell them all day long, oh yeah, I want you to take an extra half hour for lunch today, or I want you to leave the office to have lunch, go do something for yourself. But if you never do that yourself, you are not setting the example that shows your team that they can trust you, that this is really what you want them to do because you value it for yourself as well. 
what are the signs of burnout that you notice? Maybe it's just different for everybody, but what are like that first signals of burnout that you see? Some of the first signals are when you no longer find joy in what you're doing. When it, you wake up in the morning and you think, oh, <laughs> I got to get up and go in. <laughs> I got to get up and go to my desk because so many people are working from home now in those hybrid situations. So that's a huge cue. When you lose joy in what you're doing, then you might want to take a look at what else is going on around you. Are you giving yourself time and space to pull back in? Um, I was listening to a TED talk this morning, actually, and she was talking about boredom and that we are so into multitasking, which is a complete delusion or illusion (laughs) that we can do that, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but we keep ourselves so busy now that we do not give ourselves time to be bored. And when we are bored is when our minds start firing and the creativity starts and the ability to think deeply is comes out of the boredom. So giving ourselves space to be bored, to not be doing anything, but thinking is really important. Our health, our physical health, our mental health, our spiritual health. You know, I encourage people, no matter what you believe, whether it's in God, as I do, whether it is a higher power, no matter what religion that you practice, practice it. Don't dabble in it actually practice it because spiritually it'll help you find your center and inner peace and allow you to make better decisions. Because one thing that we know for a fact scientifically is that when our brain, when our mind is on all the time, we become, we, we get into a state of exhaustion and it's more difficult to make really good decisions when we are in a state of mental exhaustion. So those are some of the things that I coach and consult. (laughs) That's awesome. That is excellent. I love it. And I, as I'm a mom, so I have like um, three little kids, right? Mm. And I think I heard that tech talk about border before, or Uh. I heard of it. And I will literally have to even fight in my own self to not constantly have them involved with something or keep them busy. And honestly, busy kids are quieter kids, right? But just like letting them, I'm like, you know what? They can be bored. It's fine. I, I don't know what they're doing in there, but whatever. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and same goes for adults. Yeah. And it reminds me of a story someone told about being like little children. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might not know what we're doing in there, but it's, it's good. <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right. So Shelly, someone's listening and they just want to connect with you. Where, where do you hang out online? How can they find you? I am on LinkedIn at Shelly Bays. And I only have one E in my first name and uh, Facebook as well. Shelly Bays training and coaching. And then pretty easy website, ShellyBays.com. <laughs> I'm on Instagram, Twitter. Well, you know, I'm out there everywhere but I focus primarily on LinkedIn and Facebook. So, and of course my website. All right. So everyone jump onto 
your favorite social media handle there and connect with Shelly. And Shelly, I just thank you so much for coming and doing this with me. Um, It was a blessing talking to you. And I so appreciate the opportunity to be here and share and get to meet you. This has been a great experience for me and I appreciate it. So I just really love the fact that when we talked about the things that every business needs, Shelly focused on building your tribe, finding your community, find those mentors, find your peer group, and then find people that you're probably helping along as well. And I really just think that's such an awesome perspective and something that sometimes we forget, but we can feel that pain when it's not there. So maybe you need to find your people, or maybe you already have your tribe, and maybe you can just lean into cultivating that a bit more. This is an awesome thing to think about and to work on implementing into your business. But also, if you are looking to get more guidance, information from Shelly. I know she would love to connect with you. All of her information is in the show notes. She is ready and excited to connect with you as well. All right. So I have one more question before you go. Have you been thinking about starting a podcast? If you have, I would love to talk to you because this is something that I am passionate about and I love unpacking with people because there's so many ways in which you can use the podcast for your business and it's just a ton of fun. So if you want to talk to me, it's a 30 minute call, no strings attached. You don't have to use me or not. (laughs) We could just talk about your vision for your podcast and what that would look like for your business and how you could do that well. All right, so find me in the show notes. I'm in there too. All right, everyone, you know what to do. Go out there, find Shelly Bays on LinkedIn or wherever, follow her, connect with her, share this podcast with all your people by taking a screenshot of it or whatever, whatever form suits you best. And if you could leave a review, that'd be fantastic as well. I will see you next week on another discovery call.